The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts and guests of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs broadcasted on this station. If you would like to know more about Valley Free Radio, please visit us at valleyfreeradio.org. And good evening. Welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Susan Timberlake. Hey there. And George Claxton. Hey there. <laughs> here we go. With the rest of our usual crowd. <laughs> no, with, uh, the, with the tears in your, no, with the what in your eyes? <laughs> stars. Stars, sorry. Mike, yes. you miss the reference. You never miss references. <laughs> I am not so good with pop songs, especially ones from when I was a kid. That would be about 20 or 30 years before you were born, actually. That was from the 40s? Yeah. Oh, well then, you're right. <laughs> I really miss that. And George uh, and I were doing well to remember it. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... So, sorry. Uh, but uh, that does sort of remind me, You could, if you want to contact us, you can call us at Pennsylvania 65000. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. When, when I was young, we still were doing yeah. me phone too. numbers like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Myrtle was yeah. my area. A- a- um, <laughs> when I was a kid, like area codes were still new, and so were zip codes. It's like, a, oh, remember, kids, zip codes, much easier. I'm like, all right, yeah, you ever go Mr. to the post Zippy. office and they make you tell them what the zip code is and where you're sending it to? It's like, what? <laughs> it's your your system. Why don't you know what Michigan is? Because <laughs> there's a ton of zip codes there. But <laughs> let's get off that for a moment, and I can just tell people that we'd love to hear from them, and they should contact us. And uh, even during the show, even so, and the way they do that. A bit of snagglepuss there. <laughs> Ooh, cartoons even. You fold up the paper airplane and you throw it really hard. Yes. Actually, that works uh, if your aim is good. Um, otherwise, you can email us, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. On Twitter, at civilpoliticsfm. And finally, uh, you can uh, check out our website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com, which will have links to previous episodes of the show, so you can listen to them at your leisure, uh, uh, articles that you know connect that we've talked about or connect to things that we are discussing. Um, and also, you can listen to us in podcast form, so if you've got iTunes or some other way of getting podcasts, we publish those pretty much every week. So Mostly. Mostly. Or you can send us $1,000 bills and we'll deliver it to your house. No, wait. They have to wait till the fundraising drive. When is that again? <laughs> the fundraising drive. I believe that is May 7th. If they're sending $1,000 bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys, you're dating yourselves. $1,000 bills haven't been legal currency in my lifetime. Really? How about $2 bills? May 7th. May 7th to 13th. <laughs> the 13th. Yes. Sorry. I got distracted. But yes, it, well, our fund drive is coming up soon. May 7th to 13th. And uh, we would certainly appreciate your contributions at any time to our nonprofit uh, all-volunteer radio station. But especially then when we'll be getting things like, you know, have gifts to give you, and there'll be a matching donation from uh, the estate of my late brother for $10 for every human being who gives money to the station. So I'll have to tell my dogs. Yeah, dogs don't count. Yes. They'll be really disappointed. 
Aw. They'll give it to a human who can turn it. Yeah, in, yeah. Probably. I was gonna say, <laughs> just just give them an extra bit of hamburger from me, and that'll be. <laughs> they would love that. Yeah. So, um, God, there's been a number of interesting things that have happened. Um, so many things have been happening this week. Uh, <laughs> let's start with thump. We'll start with elections. <laughs> you know. So, um, uh, well, so Theresa May, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, or you know, Britain as. Most people think of it. Made well, Britain and the Commonwealth. Made a brilliant... It still, in, it still includes the British Virgin Islands, for example. Quite. So... Made a brilliant tactical move. <laughs> arguably, yes. <laughs> She's called for snap elections, which makes sense under the British parliamentary system, because the parliament, uh, the prime minister who's, that, who's a member of the, uh, of the assembly, of course, also has the powers of the chief executive. So... It means that you can sort of, instead of having regularly scheduled elections, and that's the only kind you have, really, except for very special occasions like we had here in the U.S., which we'll talk about in a sec. Otherwise, like, you know, the elections just happen at the same time. They're, they're totally fixed terms, but they're not in the U.K. They can have very different time frames. So she's calling for an early election to sort of shore up her support for uh, moving forward with Brexit. Well, also because she thinks that she's going to get a much larger majority if she holds the election this year. The elections actually weren't due to happen until 2019. Yeah. But uh, right now the Tories are riding high and she thinks she's going to make it. The problem with doing it this way is if she's wrong, it could cost her the uh, 10 Downing Street. Well, if, if she's wrong and her party loses, then she's totally out for sure. Yes. But In which case, she doesn't have to deal with Brexit. How right. brilliant is that? So, all right. So, <laughs> so you, you think it's technically brilliant because there's, there's no real downside for her? Yeah. <laughs> At least she doesn't have to do this dirty work. And if she wins, well, well she has the well, muscle. There, there is the downside yeah, no, of she'll, what it does to the country. she'll be <laughs> out entirely. They, her party will probably dump her. She won't even be a minister yeah. of parliament anymore. Yeah. yeah, but I think she's. I think she's done a good job in sort of deciding. She wasn't going to do this, right? This was a sort of a she had turnabout. She did sort she of. S- she said that she was not going to call early elections, and then she found that her numbers were high, and she decided to call early elections. Yeah, and I forget exactly when they're going to happen. June, I think. June eighth. Yeah. Yes, June. And uh, this is. Well, it it could turn into a referendum, and we'll see how much people actually how people really feel about Brexit now that it, they're staring down the barrel of it. Now that it's a real thing that's going to happen, uh, I'm I'm sure that there'll be uh, tremendous votes against them uh, against the, the the Tories in Scotland and Northern Ireland as there were against Brexit. So. Um, but we'll see. But how of course, sh- there aren't many Tories from Scotland now, <laughs> right? But we'll see how this uh, how how this plays yeah. out. Um, that I guess the traditional left wing party Labour has really lost a lot of its support because a lot of their support came from Scotland, and uh, I, the information I heard suggested that the Liberal Democrats they're like sort of centrist, long sort of. Uh, uh, the, the party that is long-standing but never really had much influence, uh, maybe making this like the keystone of the whole thing, and that may change the whole dynamic. They may pick up a lot of seats if if people say we hate Brexit and we're going to go for it. Stefan, you have something to add? Just as a as a perennial British politics nerd, I feel compelled. Um, <laughs> the last election uh, in uh, twenty fourteen, I believe. 
was the uh, one in which the Scottish Nationalist Party picked up almost every every riding or seat in Scotland, which um, it would be the equivalent of New England going entirely for a third party. I mean, it was a it was a labor stronghold for decades in Scotland. Um, but owing to a, a lot of different factors, economic, cultural, the Scottish National Party, which is a, a separatist, uh, broadly left of center, but most importantly separatist kind of independence party, uh, took all that support away from labor, which proportionally cut into their, um, their chances in the uh, British Parliament. So that's important to keep in mind as this election comes up, is that they ca the, the labor, labor can't rely on the Scottish bulwark that they had for many years. Well, something else to keep in mind with that is that the Prime Minister of Scotland, mm, which Sturgeon. is, yeah, Nicole Sturgeon, is uh, talking about having another vote for Scottish independence. Right. And Europe has said that if they do that, they will have to apply to become members of the EU separately from Britain. Makes sense. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of member nations of the EU, spe spe specifically Spain, um, who are dealing with their own kind of separatist movements internally, and they don't want to encourage any groups. Though um, the week before last, Spain came out in favor of Scotland <laughs> joining the EU. That's yeah, I that's Brussels very interesting. said uh, no. Well, that they wouldn't accept them into the EU. So. I I've, I've heard uh, the yeah. thing is I think it's I think it's the kind of Posturing. thing that's going to play out and see how things go. Yeah. Cuz here's the thing, if you're Spain and you want Gibraltar back, saying, mm -hmm. "Yeah, no, Scotland can come in." Yeah, you know, like Spain acceding <laughs> to this is leverage they can then use against the rest of the UK <coughs> against England basically to get yeah. Gibraltar back cuz they want it. Right. Well, and and the 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 big factor that I think um failed the independence movement in Scotland the last time was exactly this issue was they didn't want to at that point um in 2014 again the um uh Scotland was still part of uh Britain which was still part of the EU it is and, still uh, part of Britain by the well, way well yes yeah. but um it Britain was still part of the EU and and uh getting independence from Britain would have meant uh seceding from the EU now <laughs> Britain has gone ahead and done that <laughs> Itself, so the Lowers situation the barriers, is somewhat actually. reversed. Yeah. yeah, and it's entirely possible that Scotland will choose to become independent, which will be very, very bad on a number of levels. It will be for the United Kingdom. It will be extremely messy, extremely. I thought there was a way to prevent them from even having the vote. Is there a? There may be some mechanism. I may well, be misremembering that. Well, the, the, the Parliament in Westminster in London ultimately has the uh, authority to say, "No, you can't do that. Yeah, we won't allow you to vote. have this vote." Yeah, of but course, the Scots could also riot. result in a civil war. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which and nobody wants to fight with a man in a kilt. Right. Yeah, Angry red. They've done it yeah. before <laughs> and won rather handily. So uh, the After odds are losing several <laughs> times. No, no, no. The Scots lost every time. They, I think the only major battle the Scots won that I can think of is the Battle of Bannockburn in the 14th century. Actually, Robert no. There, there were a number of... <laughs> Here we go. That. Yeah, the historians. Down the wormhole. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. You're right. You're the right, Scots did actually fare pretty well against the English overall, but the English <laughs> call in the end. Yes. In, in the end, in the 49 rebellion, the yeah. uh, British won, and that's the one that counted. Yeah. I... I I have an ancestor who was forcibly deported here as an under permanent indenture for the rest of his life, uh, sent here to the uh, to what was the then Massachusetts, <laughs> uh, what uh, what's now Bath, Maine. Uh, he was sent up there 
you know, afterwards. and uh, Which know. is punishment in itself. Right. So and, and he was supposed to be under lifetime indenture. So. so for our listeners at home, don't ever do a radio show with historian folks because... <laughs> we are the worst. <laughs> it is true. But... So this is. Uh, supposed to be paying attention. <laughs> Historian experts. No, 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 no. Go back to sleep, John. That's fine. Um, but I hope our listeners are still awake as we continue with civil politics here on Valley Free oh, Radio. The ninja has emptied the entered, entered the studio. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, we decided earlier tonight that uh, Stefan has lost his ninja uh, union card. Ah. I see. I thought it was because you'd put out a bear trap for him to step in. Well, no, he perfectly executed a move, and then after he got away, he knocked Crouch. something over. So. Crash. <laughs> and yeah. he just did it again. So, so. Well, well more, done. More coffee for the executive uh, producer. <laughs> Ma- maybe we shouldn't have all those cords stretching across the, <laughs> across the studio. I don't know. But anyway, um, so focusing on elections and sort of circling back to the, to the U.S. Well, so circling back to the U.S., um, the the this is interesting and in, in, the, the, talking about the UK elections and what's going to happen there is fascinating in its own right because the UK is a major country it's a significant ally of the United States there's a lot going on there that can affect us anyways you think they're our closest ally yes no question I'd say Canada we we have our special relationship we don't have the same special relationship with Canada what are you talking we about don't... I can drive to Canada UK yeah. I've got to get on a plane and fly. <laughs> Yes, but we don't have the same connections in terms of intelligence sharing. And oh, Canada's not part of the Five Eyes thing. No, oh, well, fair enough. I, I guess I guess the you know the CIA and GHCQ or uh, GCHQ NSIS. Yeah, all sort of whisper sweet nothings to each other in the dark when no one can hear them. So. Um, yeah, Sue didn't like that image. I could see by your face. Sorry. It's just the you know. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I think a bigger question is like uh, uh, us. I mean, U.S. Well, yes. A bigger <laughs> question is. Well, I think a bigger question is like, is there sort of a? I mean, we're not we're not the same country. We're a different country from the U.K. And there's a lot of differences between us. But like, is there sort of like this cultural zeitgeist, this world political shift happening? And you know, if if this turns into a referendum on Brexit. Oh, you mean like nationalism or yeah, s- yeah, yeah. Us first. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we, we've already seen a sort of backlash to this in places like the Netherlands and yeah. other similar countries in the Lowlands, um, but we've also seen it here in Georgia. That yeah, is U.S. Is Georgia, not Russian yeah. Georgia, where uh, although the Democrat did not come out with fifty-one percent of the vote, as the Democrats hoped for. Ostroff, is that the guy's the name, right? District. Yes, Ostroff. Yeah, they said they were going to kick out his Ostroff. 48% yeah. in a brightly red district. Yeah, 48.1%. Um, if he'd won 50% or more than 50%, he would have won outright. But yes. as it is, there's a runoff, I think, June 8th? S- something soon. Yeah, sometime this summer. In June, yeah, yeah early June. A couple June. of weeks or something. They have to... They have to basically have another thing, and yeah. he's going to run against whoever came in second, which is he's one of the... He's going to run against the current Secretary of State for Georgia, who is a Republican. One of the 11 Republicans who ran in yeah. the Open yeah. primary. So. She she got, I think, 18% of the vote. I was going to say 20, but I don't remember Something the like exact that, yeah. number. So, on the one hand, this is a encouraging results for the Democrats. On the it's other, the sixth, right? Is where Nudie? It New, was Newt, Newt Gingrich. Gingrich's district before it was Tom Price's. Tom Price is now, of course, our Secretary of Health and Human Services, doing a fantastic job of 
maintaining health care for all Americans. That was sarcasm. Thank you. For yes. those of you who have not turned on your sarcasm <laughs> meter yet tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it will keep pegging tonight. So, you know, keep right. it on. Keep it on. Right. So <laughs> attenuation. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Sue, as 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 our card carrying Republican. Um, <laughs> yes. What do you think? Well, what do you think about this? This change? This this Democrats lost really big there. They promised they were going to get 50. I'm just kidding. That's yeah. what the my guys were saying. That, yeah. That the Democrats had really lost because they only got 48 <laughs> percent. And do you, do you so do you, do you think that's whistling past the graveyard? Oh, or is it's there just anything silly. To that? It's no, they're just they're just well. They would. They well, had to make it something do, out of it. Do, do you like the Republican Party's chances to hold on to the seat in the follow-up election because there'll be just two candidates and they can all focus well, their fire and let the money begin? Because that's the that's the part that's really unfortunate is that the way money is in all of our politics and and, 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 and right that's right what's going to happen. has eight million dollars yeah. in his mm-hmm. war chest, but something else to keep in mind is from outside that the in state. Kansas. Yeah. Like a week or so ago, there was an election there as well. For Mike Pompeo's district, yeah. And in a solidly red district where Pompeo won by 30 percentage points, the new Republican won by seven. Yeah. It was close. And Which this is ish. this is a case yeah. where the seven percent is not close, but it's a lot closer <laughs> than thirty. So yeah. Well also this is a place where the Democrats didn't even pour in uh, significant support because they didn't think they had a chance. They gave Sounds some like what he- they gave did. some help to yeah. the Democrat who was there, yeah. but overall they weren't pouring in lots and lots of money yeah. the way they are in Georgia. And so And now the stakes are really high in Georgia. So. Yeah. yeah. So you we're now talking about a place where they the locals just decided that they were pretty much sick of the Republicans. Or they By don't 23 like the, percentage points. Or they don't like the candidate because, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget that, that some politicians just aren't really well, there were likable. Al- and there were 11 Republican candidates. And there so, were 11. Yeah. 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 Good point. But, it, but a lot of people are seeing this as a referendum on Donald Trump. So is she Trump, like so. Trump? Where, you know, Trump had all his competitors and they were always saying he's only at 20 percent. Yeah, but out of a field of. Yeah, know, yeah. yeah. No, it, it could be something 16, like that. 15, 14, we'll see. 13. We'll 12. see. Donald Trump also did do some last minute, you know, uh, uh, endorsements on Twitter and phone oh, calls did. and whatnot. For, Which um, may actually have hurt the Republicans in Georgia. It might have. Uh, and interestingly, actually, I just saw just before I came over here, apparently uh, Donald Trump has, hasn't has said the words, I endorse, but he's basically talked about how great he thinks oh, Le Pen. Marine Le Pen, yeah. the head of the Front National in France. Who the is fascist a, party in yeah, France. Effectively, yes. Um, in all but name. You know, I saw a lot of... And their election is this weekend. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, they have an interesting thing. They, I, I want to go back to Slate magazine, but um, they have a news blackout that now. That liberal rag. So, so right now, you can't have an ad. You can't. There's no news stories, and there's a blackout and no polls yeah. until Sunday night after the election, which I thought right. that's... That's a good idea. That's interesting, because yeah. we don't do that here. This uh, Right up to we, the hour. We can't do that here. Yeah. It would be unconstitutional. Yeah. But it is an actually great idea. They do the same thing in Britain, by the way. There's a very limited amount of time in which one can actually actually campaign and then right before the election you have to stop yeah yeah well you know the gazette locally um and i don't know about the other newspapers but they also have a blackout so there's letters to the editor but not the last yeah. weekend or something like that well the donald, other interesting d- thing uh, donald uh, trump is enormously unpopular in france so like yes. if, if 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 his endorsement of le pen gets a lot of play that could hurt her at the polls yeah. uh, that could be interesting something else to keep in mind in all of this 
is that Le, uh, Marine Le Pen also was making political statements about the shooting. Oh yes, yeah. right, the shooting right. Which two nights ago. Really irked a lot of people, uh, particularly uh, people in power in government currently who upbraided her for that, but also people on the street who were really, really unhappy that she was politicizing the death of the police officer. For those of you yeah. who haven't heard about this yet, there was uh, an apparent terrorist attack in Paris earlier this was week. A, um, wasn't he an anti-policeman guy? They, they were saying, no, it's um, not a terrorist. Am I wrong? You're I thinking about the bombing attack on a bus in Dortmund. Oh, maybe I'm confused. That, as it turns out, was a matter of raising funds. Yeah. Oh, no, he was playing the stock market. He I, was playing the stock I market. The, but in Paris... I that was, was just was, good old crime. It was actually a Frenchman uh, of Algerian descent yep. who killed a, one police officer and wounded another... And uh, I think the ISG, that's the Islamic State group, is uh, claiming that they were behind it all. Yeah. Which might even be true. Yeah. Which might be true. The piece I think I picked up on the BBC tonight was that they were saying that he might, he tried to kill policemen before, that actually he just is a, a crazy dude who hates policemen, so he might not have a terrorist. And he only killed two well, policemen. Well, here's the thing a crazy well, dude. He who killed one, wounded the other. Yeah. yeah. Well, but also, a crazy dude who hates policemen is definitely someone that ISIS or ISIL or ISG, whatever you want to call them, that's sort of the kind of person they're going to pick up and say, like, Okay, you want to kill cops, huh? Well, all right, here you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put on this vest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they were trying to be a little careful about it. Cause, um, but I want to go back yeah. to Slate for well, a second. I, I would just like yeah. to point out that, like, this is, like, of course Le Pen is talking about this because this is exactly the kind oh, of thing law that she, and, order. and Trump, yep. well, law and order, and, like, watch out for those immigrants. So here's somebody of Algerian descent, and he's Ignoring got Ignoring the fact that he was born in France. Yeah. Right, as, exactly. As has every other terrorist that is attacked in France. Well, either born in France or Belgium, every single one and, and that is attacked there but, in the but last But he's few got years. A, a name that isn't in French. It's in Arabic or something similar. Or not a lot. Sure, you know, well, so. one of his names is French. The other one yeah. is... But it's is like John Arab. or something. Yeah. Oh, Arab. Never no, right. his last name is actually French. His first name is Arab. Yeah. Arab. So, but anyway, so that totally plays into Le Pen's you know, chosen wheelhouse of, of, of rhetorical, con you know, like that's that's yeah. totally her, her bread and butter issue. But I think people sort of seeing it up close like, oh, okay, well, look. That's somebody's a politician using it for, yeah, Yeah, political. it says somebody's dead. Shut up. Yeah, so and I'm <laughs> yes. sorry. So you were talking about Slate, Sue. Yes. Yeah, so and like I'm going to stop cutting you off <laughs> after this next time that I've just interrupted you <laughs> right you, now. <laughs> oh, you Supreme Court Justice. Did you see that story on NPR? No, what? I'll come back to that. So Please, Slate. educate me. So Slate, um, it was like two days ago. Yeah. S so Slate actually came out and said that Trump had endorsed Le Pen, and it's not true. He's actually done just what you said, Mike. You, you said it very carefully, that he's done everything but yeah. endorse her. And I just thought it was interesting that Slade actually put that, you know, they just, and I've seen quite a few magazines do that. Well, he, he did come out and say that she was wonderful and that he expected her to win. And he thought one this could event would help her win that yeah. as an endorsement. But he didn't come out and say, vote for Le Pen. I'm in favor of fascism. Well, and right. you know, his words, he uses them. So 
uncarefully, but like yeah. when he says, I'm not going to touch Medicare and I'm not going to touch Social Security, he never says, I'm not going to touch Medicaid. He's never said that. And and yet they, people put it in the same sentence. Well, of course, he said a lot of things that turned out yeah. to not be true. But, uh, in fact, 90% of everything yeah. that very he said. It's it, very hard. It's very hard. He is a font of misinformation and lies, but it is nevertheless <laughs> interesting. Like when he like is, that armada headed towards someplace I, I want to circle back to that in the, <laughs> in this, in the second half because I think that's Im- that's very important yeah. uh, and gets at yeah. some larger issues. But I'm sorry, but Sue, you were still telling me things about our so, us things. So that was oh, so the Supreme Court. I we probably shouldn't go there right now, but there Justice was Justice Gorsuch has taken his seat, right? Yep. Yes, he's taking his seat. But there's been a study that just came out, and it's been um, a long going. They went back to um, Sandra Day O'Connor, who's yep. actually becoming more noteworthy um, for some reason right now. But they went back and they measured all the female justices, and they always get like. When there was one female justice, they got 34% of the interruptions. And when there were two female justices, they got 52% of the... And now it's at 75%. And they're saying Gorsuch has already started to interrupt the female justices. Really? You mean the three female justices get interrupted... Huh, that's seventy-five percent of the time. Yeah. I, I, what did I, what did you say? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, so but I just thought that was interesting. Uh, it was a real research. Yeah. I mean, they Sp- measured. Speaking the of the courts, culpa, though, though. <laughs> we, we do have some interesting developments in the courts of Massachusetts, hmm. um, such as twenty-one thousand. 587 cases that have been dismissed on drug charges in uh, just the last week because of the actions of Annie Dukin. Those of you who don't remember Ms. Dukin, she was a chemist at the state drug lab. In Boston. In Boston. Not the one in Amherst. That had a different scandal. That had a different scandal. but Annie Dukin uh, basically falsified the information on tens of thousands of drug cases, causing innocent people to be convicted. And well, now twenty-one thousand five hundred eighty-seven at minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, minimum. So, some of them might actually have been guilty, but now their cases are going to be dismissed well, because mean, the. The evidence is so contaminated that you couldn't possibly well, retry I, them. I, well, I mean. Our famous legal principle, beyond a reasonable doubt. I mean, like, she's lied in other cases. That's that's not a reasonable doubt. What is? <laughs> I think that's why. Did it take them five years now to come up with what they were going to do with all the cases? Yeah. yeah. So people actually because sat there. Because there's so there. many of them. Yeah, they yeah. sat there while I, they decided. And I, th- I think they I, wanted, I, th- I think the prosecutors were hoping that it wouldn't be so many cases and that they could just. Away. Well, <laughs> and, and that could, could get buried and they could retry some things and, and sort of just add a bit to their workload and get it done. But but seven district no. attorneys in the eastern part of the state looked at this and said, oh, crap. Yeah. Mm. And basically, as I said, tens of thousands of cases yeah. are just going to go away. And that means as, that the people who served their time already, and many of them have, are now going to be able to sue the state. Now, does that get vacated and they're not guilty? Yes. Oh, they're absolutely not no, guilty. Yeah. The Supreme Court has already done it. Yeah. said, well, they're dismissed. Yeah. Well, that happened yesterday. Well, you know, the... Um, but the, 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 but the think, problem for us as taxpayers is somebody's going to have to pay right. them Even now. Even if it's like, even if those people... Any Duke should pay them. Yeah, right. She's got nothing left. Well, she, let's, let's, let's say we And pay. by the way, she has already served her time as well. She got yeah. three years... 
plus some probation, and she's already served her prison time. Right. She's out now. But let's say each of those 21,587 people sues the state, and the state does a settlement, and say it's like $10,000 for you know wrongful conviction and whatnot. That's $210 million. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and it wouldn't be 10000 It'd be a lot more than that. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, $215 million. Right, yeah, sorry. So that would be a big deal. I have a... Uh, uh, Mass Live actually has a tally broken down by county. I thought it would be interesting to uh, yes. how much all us taxpayers are going to have to pay for this. So Bristol County, um, fifteen one thousand five hundred thirty six dis- dismissed out of sixteen forty eight cases total. So that's ninety three point two percent. Essex County is ninety eight point nine five. Middlesex is county nine, I grew up in. Uh, Middlesex ninety nine point seven. Wow. Norfolk. Um, 99.62%. Uh, this is horrible. Plymouth, uh, 982 uh, Suffolk is 98.54. And the Cape is 99.9. Oh, so Western Mass. We're so one guy, <laughs> one guy. One guy. He can It was 1,000. Right. In the Cape, it was 1,067 dismissed out of 1,068. It was one guy. It was one guy. It was one guy, right? So that's uh, she so was on vacation when the when the uh, evidence came right. through. This so one guy's having a party. <laughs> oh no! no one guy's like the one guy's it. like yeah. Ninety nine point nine. That would have been me. Would yeah. have been. Ninety nine point nine FM. Your drug acquittal radio oh, playing all the hits <laughs> except for you. Yeah, except for you. Well, and I mean, like, I, I guess they probably went through and said, like, oh, this is a drug conviction. Ooh, you know, triple homicide. All right, we'll do that one again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it looks like she didn't work on any. It doesn't look like she worked on any case. She, like she, well, she wasn't working on anything in West Massachusetts. It yeah, was just Eastern. No. Well, yeah, so we so, don't have to pay. And them, but, you know, they're going exactly. to do the that, thing that like the big a, dig. That oh, is man, a they're going to handle. Yeah, yeah, they're going to make us pay for everything. <laughs> so, of course, just like it's, just like normal. It's almost like we're one state and we all put our money into a pot. But um, well, and it's <laughs> till it's, it comes to distributing. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. I was in Swift Boston, River, too. Yeah. I yeah. never realized you, you how know bad what, it was. You know what it means. Swift yeah. River, never forget. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the one that was drinking all of our water. Oh, totally. You, NWRA, yeah, all the way. You, uh, you Screw know, those cities You small towns. government people were sort of like, you know, complaining about our tax burden. <laughs> I was trying to sink a well when I lived in Belmont. I didn't care. Wow, yeah, yeah nice. Really? Yeah, they let you. I'm not sure I'd want to drink that water. <laughs> oh, Belmont you Springs? To you got to be kidding me, Belmont Springs? So um, we have to take a break in just a minute. So um, Already? Well, it's uh, just coming up on the half hour. But uh, we will be back with more civil politics in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, and maybe we'll finish talking about, because there was a separate scandal. Of a chemist named Sonia Farak was... Uh, basically helping herself to drugs that were seized in drug cases. What I, a great job to have if you're a drug addict. Yes, and she was, <laughs> like, at one point, uh, I read, I was just reading about this, an article in the Washington Post, and apparently, like, when they sent state depart, uh, state police investigators in to check it up, you know, she basically, like, smoked crack, like, an hour before meeting with them. <laughs> and they were like, no, it's fine. <laughs> so that's good. Oh. It's all good. And we'll be back. And that was an Amherst. So, yeah. So, anyway, we will be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio after a couple of PSAs and other announcements. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andy Musique Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day. Hosted by Lucy and Larry. 
Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. My gender isn't your business. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PVPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity. What did they just say? If you often find yourself asking that, you may benefit from the new audio-enhancing technology available at the Forbes Library in Northampton. Designed to work with or without a hearing aid, the new and improved audio-visual systems in our meeting rooms, along with countertop loop systems at our service desks, are some of the new technology the library now has. With federal funds provided by the Institute of Museum and Library Services and administered by the Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners. You'll now find hearing the librarian and guest lecturers a whole lot easier. Call 413-587-1017 or email info at ForbesLibrary.org to find out more. This is Professor Howard Zinn. The independent, non-commercial radio station you're listening to is really important in the maintenance of democracy. Thomas Jefferson once said, an informed democracy will behave in a reasonable manner. So if you care about being informed, if you care about democracy, if you're a reasonable person, you are, of course. Please support your source for uncensored news and views and the voice of your community. Hi, this is Wendy, host of Subculture, a music show featuring new wave, electronic, indie, and funk. Join me Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or tune in from anywhere by visiting our website at valleyfreeradio.org. If you miss Subculture on Fridays, don't worry. You can hear it again from midnight to 2 Sunday mornings. Thank you for supporting Valley Free Radio. Do you gamble more often and longer than you planned? Have other people suggested you may have a gambling problem? Do you wish you could stop or cut down your gambling, but you just can't? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you may have a gambling problem. We understand the problem. We can help. We're the Mass Council on Compulsive Gambling. Please call us at 1-800-426-1234 or chat with us online at masscompulsivegambling.org. The confidential helpline number is 1-800-426-1234. Back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM, out of Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, I'm still Michael Dow, and with me are still George Claxton and Susan Timberlake. And neither of us is snorting coke. <laughs> or smoking pot. Or doing really any drugs Even though at it's all. legal in this state now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the studio, though, which is, which is an important distinction. <laughs> yeah, so. smoking is not allowed, but... Uh. No. Um, Incredible edibles? Okay. So tell us about this woman in Amherst, Mike. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's much more we want to say, but, uh, you know, uh, but... Uh, how, how embarrassed is the government, I wonder? Very. Um, well... They are so red, you can see them from Alpha Centauri. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how many cases have been sort of truly tainted by Sonia Farrakh, but, I mean, there must be hundreds of cases that are being reexamined. I don't know how many. I believe the Amherst uh, uh, drug testing lab was closed it's down. It's closed, yeah. yes. And it's still closed. It was closed years ago. Yeah, yeah I don't think it was supervised well. It was sort of an uh, outpost, y- right? Y- y- <laughs> you think? Well, neither was Boston, so isn't it interesting they didn't close Boston? <laughs> well, but well, I suppose <laughs> they need to have a crime lab yes. somewhere in Massachusetts. Sometimes but. they outsource it when things get really bad in the press. Yeah. 
Well, and um, I when I ended when we ended last week's show, I sort of nattered a bit about um, uh, again. I've forgotten the name of the. I even looked it up after the show. The, uh, <laughs> the there's an, the independent commission that's looking into uh, uh, proper standards for forensic testing oh. by police departments, and you know, like by for, you know, for use in criminal cases. There's schools and, and degrees and, and certifications in that, and, right. it's and the not attorney working. general just shut them down. And the attorney yeah. general's <laughs> like, no, we should just leave that. I'm sure every individual yeah. police department will handle that. You know, like you know, the same guy who doesn't think we need to. Uh, uh, keep up our consent decrees with various police departments that have a The same guy who doesn't apparently know that Hawaii is a state. Oh, I heard that one. I right. That, that was, was <laughs> well, he, I mean, he said, like, some judge on an island in the Pacific. And I'm like, <laughs> you mean our 50th state? <laughs> Give, I thought he meant the Philippines. I'm sorry. Well, g- <laughs> right. Given that, it, given the, the way that a lot of people were sort of attacking President Obama because, you know, oh, yeah, he was born in Hawaii. And even people who like, all right, yeah, but does Hawaii really count as American? Yeah. That's like, Would you say, George, 10,000 islands make up Hawaii? Yes, <laughs> it's an archipelago of 10,000 islands. Some of them are quite small. Yeah, it, and it extends a long way. I think and it most is. of them are uninhabited. Uh, and a lot of them are really underwater, but, you know. Sometimes. Well, they're rocks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, I think. A few it, seagulls. It extends. Sea the, urchins. The, the, Mike, was it the National <laughs> National Commission on Forensic Science? Yes. Thank you, John Rock. Okay. That would be linked on the Facebook. See, you do serve a purpose, John Rock. Yeah, kind of. He serves several purposes. One of them is even useful, (laughs) (laughs) which puts him one up on me. Uh. Um, So, uh, but also, George, uh, speaking of Jeff Sessions and not believing in doing the job of the uh, as Attorney General and not giving a crap about the rights of Americans and and their liberties, and especially if they're people of color, what else does that remind you of, George? Well, let me see, Mike. (laughs) I think that we should go back in time and we should have things the way that they used to be. And those colored people, well, if they pay the poll tax and their grandpappy could vote, maybe we'll allow them to vote, too. All right. Well, I wasn't going quite that far, but... uh, Oh, I uh, thought you were going to sanctuary cities. Never mind. I I, I thought you were going to... I'd like to pivot then to this more specifically to uh, to, to current racism and uh, Texas. Yes, Texas, where uh, the district court in Texas just found that the Republicans drew district lines specifically to disenfranchise minority voters. In some cases, uh, it was discovered that in large cities such as Dallas-Fort Worth, um, which has a large population and a growing population, the Republicans there actually took away representative seats and gave them to white districts that are losing population so that those areas could have more representatives. So so among other things, that means they were specifically allocating representatives to districts of, of different population. Like districts weren't representing similar numbers of people. Yes. And they would break up districts that had large minority populations so that their voting strength would uh, be less. So they did a number of things, all of which were clearly illegal. And um, there's some question now as to whether or not the courts will reapportion things in time for the election next year. Uh, who exactly is going to be handling that? Because, I mean, the... Uh, well, that's part of the question. Whether it's going to be handled by the federal courts or whether they're going to hand it back to the state and say, here, redo it, 
Well, what about the U.S. Justice Department? Because uh, well, this uh, is going to this is going to make the taxes have to fall once again under the pre-clearance requirements of the Voting Rights Act because yes. they've been found specifically to like no, no, you still have a pattern of racist uh, of racism, so you still have and, to clear things. With and the Justice that Department. is that is a possibility Isn't too. It depends totally a lot gone, on what uh, the what the district court decides in this matter, and I'm sure that will be appealed. And Texas is part of the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is the most conservative in the country. So, so it may get a yes ultimately be kicked no. up to yeah. at least a single justice of the United States Supreme Court. Well, Justice Gorsuch, I'm sure, will be very concerned about the voting rights of people of color. Yeah. Um, but you were saying about preclearance? Oh, so I thought that no matter what you did right now, that preclearance is gone because that part of the Voting Rights Act no, is gone? No, if you can demonstrate a pattern of specific racism, if you can come up with a case and have evidence of it in that case, it yeah. would still apply. Yeah. Oh, so that case, before yeah, they go back and do the, the portion of the Voting Rights Act that basically just said these places have a history of it so we're assuming they need preclearance and and so forth but you can earn it again yes <laughs> yes and good they just know. did good to know yeah and I mean technically you know like if they found similar kinds of abuses here in Massachusetts we could be required to have preclearance as well I like, bet they will start doing that because they just don't like us here in Massachusetts <laughs> they well the, the, inter <laughs> the interesting thing is that Those just Jeff Sessions that one of the so. reasons that the uh, well, he finding heard George in the doing Supreme, an impression of him so he was upset. the finding <laughs> in the Supreme Court was so important is that they made it virtually impossible for anyone to actually demonstrate that there was racist intent in what was happening except texas just yelled Still. out hold yeah. my beer <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so and and um you know this is uh uh this is the second such determination the uh the 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 discriminatory or the the improper allocation of voting districts had already been affirmed by a, an appellate court but they sent it back to the district court because they said like so make sure that you're actually documenting that this is really about racism and not just about partisan advantage which is bad but but not yeah. actually specifically barred by the voting rights act so yeah isn't right. politics fun? It is. And we're, look and look at what we're doing in Northampton. Our city yeah. council just voted to poke a stick in the eye of the federal government by getting Massachusetts to declare itself a sanctuary state. So one of the first... Which I hasn't think happened a, yet, by the way. No, yeah. but Northampton's always right out there on the bleeding edge of yeah. trying to get some... Uh, some negative attention from well if, if attorney general <laughs> sessions has his way it will be a bleeding yeah edge. didn't they just send nine nine letters i think it was nine. yes they yeah. sent yeah. letters to nine different cities uh saying that if they didn't cooperate funding would be taken from them show us proof that you're yeah. cooperating with the feds the problem with this of course is that we've already had a finding in federal court that states and localities have nothing to do with immigration, that it's a federal matter. Yeah. That was in a case in Arizona that was lost by sh former Sheriff Joe Arpaio of Springfield, Massachusetts, originally. Right. Uh, and Born and bred here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then moved to Arizona? I, I believe <laughs> he actually got kicked out of this place <laughs> and moved to Arizona. Oh, that's what John Silver did. He got kicked out of Texas, and he came to run BU here. Oh, so. really? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they ran him out of Texas. That explains but, so much. <laughs> but but given, given the finding in the Arizona District Court, I think that the various suits that have already been filed against the Justice Department may bear fruit. Yeah. I think that Jeff Sessions is 
now going to have to find some way to insult California and various other places, calling them like, you know, ah, oh, that's just some place at the edge of the Pacific. Well, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, like the like states don't have the authority to hold people on immigration charges. Yeah. You know, it's a federal nope. matter. What's more, they can't be forced to cooperate with the feds. Well, they can hold them. They can hold people for well, a few days. Well, keep in mind that there, there's, a, there's a distinction here. If you commit a state crime, we can hold you for that. If, however, your only crime is not showing up for an immigration hearing, there's a question of whether or not we can hold you for that. So if there was an outstanding warrant and I said, please hold them till we can get there with the with the Yeah, wagon. but a different thing. That's, yeah. that's a different thing, and... Even it's that, ne it's yeah. nebulous whether or not the the state or local police actually have the right to do that. Yeah, yeah. that may be a. <coughs> a matter and of the some of the calls. states and, and localities have asked for money so that when they hold somebody, they get paid to hold them in the cell for another four or five days. Uh, you you usually do. Um, for example, federal prisoners were held at the Franklin County Jail for years, and the jail would be paid a certain amount of money per day per prisoner to hold them there. I mean, as appropriate, because otherwise it's deferring, you know, federal expenditures onto the states. Which, yes. That's you know. what we like to do as Republicans, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get that size of government down. Yeah, so how do you feel about, <laughs> how, how do you feel about, like, this, this, uh, uh, <laughs> Town I live in? Well, lefties <laughs> like city, me I'm sort sorry. of going like, you know, we want to preserve liberty, so <laughs> I guess we have to devolve some stuff to, from, to local and state control from federal control. Are you sort of going, aha! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually am going. <laughs> it's it's a very funny That's time. That's fine. You should bring it on. <laughs> well, you see people sort of trying to sort out what they really believe because they their their hypocrisy in what they actually believe. And so when you really test them on an individual piece of data, you go, yeah, you, you're not really pro life. You're not really pro life because. You know, you once you the child is born, <laughs> yeah. you don't care about them anymore. Yeah. You're so, pro birth, and so there's very few politicians that have a good consistency on that. And, huh? and, 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 and people. Spe and speaking of that, uh -oh. are you mentioning George Go Judge Gorsuch again? Uh, no, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm talking about Alabama, which has had a particularly bad week. Well, I, ju I just like to give a little call out uh, our newest Supreme Court. Oh, by the way, this is civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. Judge Gorsuch, his first decision on the Supreme Court was to allow the execution of a man in Arkansas. Yes. And I, I, uh, uh, I saw a news article about that, and underneath someone posted a comment, uh, like a whole, uh, uh, like a sentence from an, uh, from an article he wrote about uh, how euthanasia was bad and assisted suicide was bad, talking about the sanctity of human life. How Even it's absolutely when people sacrosanct. were suffering and you wouldn't let them die. But yeah, yeah. Just, there's, there's no right, yeah. you know, you, know, but you cannot But this guy, <laughs> well, he's black. He, sh he should die. Yeah. It is, it is interesting because you, you didn't actually say that, but <laughs> there, there is a certain reason for inferring it. And when you start to look at people and sort of their moral development and you see stuff like that, you just go. Oh. And, and <laughs> that brings us to the subject of Alabama, oh, which, as I said, <laughs> and has moral had development. an extraordinarily bad week. Uh, and in fact, an extraordinarily bad uh, year uh, as 
Alabama Governor Robert Bentley, a family values Republican, resigned Monday after battling for more than a year against allegations that he used public resources to carry out and then to conceal an affair with his former top aide. Oh, that's the one. Very embarrassing. Earlier this year, he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges in that case. I'm surprised it took it so long for them to try. They just started to impeach him and then he went. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And last year we had the conviction of the former Alabama House Speaker, Michael G. Hubbard, who had been charged with 23 felony counts of corruption. He was convicted in June of 2016 on 12 of those felony counts. Yeah. And uh, is about to serve a very long prison sentence. And then we have Roy Moore, the now former uh, chief justice of the (laughs) Supreme Court of Alabama, who for the second time (laughs) has been stripped of his office. And this time he cannot run again, though he's talking about running for a senator. But in this case, he was stripped um, for ah, he was stripped of his powers for opposing uh, ignoring, right? ignoring the rules of the United States Supreme Court. And according to the State Ethics Commission, who accused him of flagrantly disregarding the law and abusing his authority. The former jurist insisted that the finding of the United States Supreme Court in the matter of Obergefell versus Hodges, which allowed for gay marriage, did not apply to Alabama because he said so. Well, it's not Christian. And of course, this is, we were, as we were talking about last week, uh, Alabama is also the state that just voted to have one of their Presbyterian churches get its own police force. Yes. So, Armed police force. Yeah. Like an actual police force that can arrest you and stuff. But they do have a little more of a school there than people were talking about. Yeah? Yeah. I saw a piece where they were talking about some of the um, trainings in classrooms and things like that. The thing the is, though, it wasn't a school that applied for it. It yeah. was the church. Yeah. yeah. So you want to talk about Jason Chaffetz? I think we talked on the break. I was saying that he he and... Uh, the uh, uh, Utah rep, yeah? yeah? The one who was heading one of those uh, commissions in trying to pin something on Hillary Clinton. Benghazi. Benghazi. Yeah, and you have yeah. a note here about um, withdrawing from Congress. But today... I, I've heard of these, the rumors that he might resign even. Uh, yeah. uh, no, he said he's not going to resign, but he's not going to run yeah. next year. That I definitely year. heard, yeah. yeah. So this was interesting to me. It was um, from Morning Call Itself, which is... Uh, a right-wing rag that I like to look at. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so he's going after Trump with Elijah Cummings to try and figure out what where all the money's going to be. Because when you get a gift... Oh, when looking you get into surp- the emoluments issue? Yeah, yes. and they want Trump to produce documents and tell them, yeah, I'm shocked. I want him to produce documents, too. <laughs> yeah. Kudos to Jason Chaffetz yeah. for actually, I don't know, doing, doing his o- job. Yeah, the yeah. oversight job. All right, I, I, I will... I will I will have a much higher opinion of him and, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Requested documents well, and other information to better understand the mechanics of how they're going to, uh, you know, this arrangement where the he, Trump organization is going to pay the government for everything they get. Mm. <laughs> and given that it costs something like $2.4 million every every time Trump goes to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, well, yeah. and every time, yeah. Which he likes to do. And the deadline is May 12th for them to respond. So, well, so it's not just a letter into that. the That's really interesting. atmosphere. Thanks, Sue. That's why I read Morning Consult because he finds stuff like that. That's 
Yeah, interesting. No. But thanks for thanks for cluing me in. But I know you guys don't like Tucker Carlson just because of his bow tie. I I get it. <laughs> I don't like Tucker Carlson because he's kind of racist. But yeah, <laughs> well, among other things, he's one of the first people to bring Rachel Maddow on the TV. He had her as a walk-on guest very early. Well, she was still a radio personality. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's true. But that's true. But I still think uh, John Stewart had it right all those years ago when he called him out for hurting America. Yeah. You know. And I think that was yeah. Uh, it's one of the few times I've disagreed with John Stewart. I I didn't think it was correct, but that was a long time ago, and I didn't know all the facts about Tucker Carlson. So. Well, I I, I and I, John Stewart does do his homework. I have yeah. to say. So. I, I j- well, I think like he was talking. Actually, he was talking about the way the show operated, the kind of discourse they had on Crossfire, which was basically a lot of arguing. It's sort of oh, like Crossfire. The, yeah. yeah, the opposite of the way we try to do this show. Just uh, go ahead. From one of the, the me Sue and uh, our executive producer over here. Um, one of the reasons that I brought up that doing this show originally was because of that, uh, because uh, I wanted to do because a show Tucker? because of because of um, Crossfire, because I used to watch watch Crossfire sometimes. And when um, John Stewart came on, I, I really enjoyed that. And I, I've always started. I've always thought about that. Uh, but you the, love the McLaughlin group. Oh, of course. Well, but um, John McLaughlin had such one smoky thing, eyes. One thing I did want to say was you that you guys snicker, but I watched that every Sunday until he died. No, oh. I watched it sometimes. It too. was only hosted once by somebody else, and I think that was um, Buchanan, right? Yeah. I forget who hosted. I think it, it was Pat Buchanan. Last so. week, yeah. uh, but one, the more the most important thing is when we're talking about um, his appearance on Crossfire. He wasn't just talking about Tucker Carlson; he was talking about the other guy too. Yeah, the whole show. Uh, yeah. yeah um, so I don't want to. I. I hate Tucker Carlson, but the Good other to guy. Know. I'm sorry, Brian. But he's always spoken no, no. so highly of you. <laughs> I know. Uh, we, you know, we go to brunch sometimes, but um, <laughs> I forget the other guy's name. Which yeah, is I do too. sad for him. Yeah, and I remember but, uh, the walk was, on by Rachel he was Maddow. Not so well, good per, he was not a good talking head either. Well, yeah. he hasn't been picked up and by Fox News. And wasn't actually supposed to be. And hasn't been promoted he, by he Fox was, News. He was there as a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Uh, so like Hannity yeah. and Combs. And Combs was kind of... You know, milk toast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, until he got on Never. the radio. But but yeah, also, on on, on, you know, on the no, subject on the subject of Fox he's News and things died. associated oh, with wow. it, we also have now the case of Bill O'Reilly, who was fired on Wednesday from Fox News. Finally, wish I had a, a after sound they discovered like, that womp. he <laughs> uh, had been involved in dozens of cases of molestation and has been accused of rape, among other things. Um, yeah. And it may cost Fox News upwards of fifty million dollars to settle the sexual harassment well, matters. Well, we'll see. They paid him. They paid uh, people uh, to settle thirteen million dollars, and they paid him twenty-five million dollars to leave. So it's just it tells you one about year. And of course, we have Roger Ailes, who last year was kicked out of Fox News Network for exactly the same thing. I think the yeah. best part of this whole thing is that um, Megan Kelly, Kelly, Megan Kelly, yeah, yeah, has moved on to another. And and people MSNBC, have followed her, wasn't yeah. It? And people have followed her, so yeah. they lost a really good person for all the you know. And she was harassed by Ailes, right? I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know if she was probably harassed by, by Bill O'Reilly too. She, I, I hadn't heard that, but I mean about her. I, I haven't heard whether she was, but there were a number of people who were. I think she was a little. As far as I know, her. she was. Yeah. yeah. So that's a fun note, and I certainly think there's there's more to talk about that because again, like the uh, sort of the kind of discourse that Bill O'Reilly promoted is sort of of a piece with that issue about Crossfire. And I remember 
when you first pitched, told me the idea that you had for this show and you t- uh, genre, and you talked about how you wanted to do something that wasn't Crossfire. Like that got my interest. That's one of the reasons why I asked you if I could join the show. And then when you heard that both that- um, George and I like guns, were you worried? No, <laughs> no. You guys, I'm I'm a wonderful person, and I know neither of you would ever shoot me deliberately. But what if Michael, got you into ignorant it? slut. <laughs> but what if George and I got into it? You might be, you know, hurt by the. <laughs> As I said, neither of you would ever shoot me deliberately. Yeah, the crossfire. Shoot me deliberately. Yes, in the crossfire. <laughs> that was Stefan from our. <laughs> neither of you would ever shoot me deliberately. That's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's. Unless you were a zombie. Well, obviously. Um, so let's wrap it up for tonight here for Civil Politics. This has been Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Coming up next is Subculture uh, it, from 8 to 10 and then uh, 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 Off the Record uh, here on Valley Free Radio. Two great music shows. I hope you'll tune in and listen to them both. But that's all we've got for tonight. We'll be back with more Civil Politics next week. Thank you and good night.